Bava Basra, Perik Dalad, Mishnah Ches, 4.8, same topic continued. Here we have someone who is Mhamocher Esa Sadeh, one who agrees to sell his field, but doesn't specify exactly what he means by field. So then, Macher Esa Avanam Shehem Litzarka. The stones that would be in the field in general um, aren't really part of the field, they're detached from the field, they're not essential to the field, so hypothetically if he wanted to take those with him to build his new home out of stone, he could. But stones that have been set aside and designated to build like a like a wall around the field, that was standard for fields to have. And therefore, if the stones have been designated for that purpose, even if they haven't been built into a wall yet, so they're like kind of to service the field, and that being the case, they are sold with the field. Same goes if you have a vineyard in that field. We're going to just sidestep issues of of uh, Kilayim and Kilayakarim. The point is somehow if you have an area that you're selling, an agricultural area that also has in it um, a vineyard, so then the vineyard, the way it works is you have these kanim, these kind of like sticks in the ground, dowels, poles, that uh, are used to train the vines. So the point is, of course the vines are included if you're including the agricultural area there, but um, poles that have not been designated for use yet, that are sitting there, that could be put to use to make the vineyard, those are not included. However, um, if you have poles that are there for the sake of the vines, and clearly that's what they're there for already, so they're needed for the vineyard, that's already there, and therefore they would be included in the sale. Also, the produce that's growing in the field, so long as it's attached to the ground, it's part of the field. So when you sell your field, you're selling the produce with it. This is true even if the produce is fully ripe, even if you're past the time of harvesting, you can't um, separate your produce from the field itself, assuming it's attached to the ground cell. If it had been detached, it's been harvested, so then when you sell the field, you're not including the produce that has been harvested and now detached from the ground. This mechitzas hakanim. Also, if you have like a section in the field which is got like um, reeds growing, like think like a, a bamboo thicket or something. So the point is um, that um, is included if it's small. What does small mean? Small means that it's uh, no more than pchusim base rova. It's less than a base rova. Without getting into the math here, base rova basically is an area that's ten and a half almost on a side, roughly a hundred, you know, a hundred square almost, something like around, you know, think five by five meters. So that could be like twenty-five square meters, that kind of size. So it's small. The point is, since it's a small section, it's not considered to be distinct, and no one looks at it that way. If it would be larger than that, so it would be a separate zone, not included in the field. So he'd be retaining his like bamboo thicket or his cane, sugar cane, whatever's growing over there, the, the, the stalks, the kanim separately. Um, it's called the mechitza, says the me'iri, because uh, it was common for people to plant these, these um, like a section of, of kanim, of like stalks of bamboo or whatever, um, high grass poles, so that it would demarcate, demarcate where his field ends and his neighbor begins. That's what's called a mechitza. In any case, the point is, if it's bigger than a base rova, he is not including in the sale of the field, which means, yes, if he has a big field, and in the middle of the field there's a thicket of, of bamboo, of reeds, and it's bigger than a base rova, it's not included. We'll discuss, okay, what about how is he going to access it, but it's kind of like the same we saw in the beginning of the parak. If he has a water cistern in his basement, he didn't sell the cistern necessarily. He has kept it separately, even though it's, you know, with the house, even though it's beneath the house. So too, if the thicket is large and it's in the middle of the field, so what? It's a distinct entity and he doesn't sell it if it's bigger than a base rova. If he has like a little hut for the watchman who's guarding the fields, just like, kind of like a sukkah, simple thing, and it's not 
um, made of plaster. So it's really temporary and consequential. It's not a substantial structure. So it's considered to be subordinate to the field, meaning that if it actually was like a, did have plaster, it was like more like a permanent fixture, plaster on the roof, plaster on the walls, then it's a structure all to itself. And that would not be included in the sale of the field, even though the purpose here is for the watchman who guards the field, but it's a separate structure, which is not included in the sale. Same goes if you have um, all trees would be included if there are trees in the field, but very big trees are considered too substantial to be included. So if they're very big trees, um, then they would not be included, which uh, really boils down to two types of trees. The charuv, the carob tree, uh, which is which is big. In Israel today, nowadays, the biggest trees you're going to see if you go out into the fields or whatever it is in, in around central Israel, whatever it is, is the carob trees. They can grow to like 15 meters high if they're if they're robust and then big. And this shikma tree, uh, often translated as a sycamore tree, it's really called like a fig sycamore, and it's kind of fig tree in truth, not a sycamore tree, but anyways, fig sycamore, even bigger, can be even 20 meters high. Um, so these are very significant, and they got their timber from their shikma. So the mission here says, if it's a small tree, even if it's a charuv or a shikma, yes, it's included. But if it's a large, mature one that you've invested in, it's separate. So how do you define what's large and mature and invested in? So it says, ha-charuv murkav. If you haven't yet um, been um, like grafted onto your uh, carob tree, other branches. This is nothing to do with lime again, it's a different point, but the point is um, if you're, the tree serves as like a, a rootstock or a stock you can attach things to to grow further, that's too invested, too large, substantial, and not included. And same goes for um, a shikma tree. A shikma tree, what they did is they would cut it um, and then it would grow back like long, um, like a, a straight, hard piece of wood that could be used as timber. You want that for your timbers, of course, long, straight wood. So the point is, um, if it's a basula, I mean, it had never been cut before, so then it's the basula shikma is not in, is yes included. But if it is no longer a basula, you've cut it so it should grow now to be a straight and create timber. It's invested in, it's a separate entity and is not included in the sale of the rest of the field.